0: host Sean Zanati. I believe life is about the journey not the destination to find the journey in every step of the road the highs and lows the twists and turns the ups and downs it's in that it's in those moments that really makes life so beautiful our guest today has a journey of their own we first saw Sunday Carter in Dame Dash's State Property 1 and 2 since then Sunday has branched off into more acting roles on reality TV such as Basketball Wives LA Marriage Boot Camp on We TV and Love Goals on OWN TV with her husband, Breon Williams. Breon is also an on-screen personality and actor. Please help me welcome them both, Sundi and Breon, to the show. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for being here, both of you. I want to start by talking about COVID. What has COVID life been what has that been like for you being married and being together and working together and being under the same household? Has it kind of changed your perspective of life and relationship and just maneuvering through?
1: COVID was rough. I mean, I think it was like a surprise to pretty much everybody. And when it hit, like for me, I honestly didn't think that it would like really like change our lives the way that it did so um yeah it was it was it was rough we had our highs we had our lows just like you said and within that time frame Bree and I decided to get married and (laughs) start a business I mean I think everybody pretty much either figured that like God was trying to get our attention. We found a reason to like be grateful. You know what I mean? For every day, every second, every minute, because you just never know when they're just looking like at the death toll and everything like that.
2: I mean, it was a lot. I mean, it was a lot. You know, you really get to learn about your significant other because you're spending a lot of time. And you know, when you do get into arguments, it's like, you can't go anywhere. We got to figure this thing out. Mm -hmm. So you know, we just learned a lot about each other. Um, we've been able to really, uh, really meet in the middle ground. You know, I know a lot of people say, you know, you have to meet in the middle ground, but, you know, until you're thrown in that situation, it's really hard to really say, all right, I'm going to put my pride down. She's going to put her pride down and let's see what's going to be the best for us as a unit, opposed to an individual. But, you know, loving it. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: What was the moment? What was, what was it about this time period that made you say, was there a moment where you're like, okay, I, we got to do this. We have to get married. This is, this has to happen. When was that moment? Um,
2: I mean, I've been saying since we met, you know what <laughs> okay. I'm i don't know if y'all all know our story, but you know, since we, since I laid eyes on her, I've always told her that, you know, she was going to be my wife. Um, COVID just, you know,
1: kind of sealed the deal sealed the deal because
2: you know i'm asking what's going on (laughs) you having cold feet what's up like you know (laughs) but we got it done
0: tell me what has reality tv been like for you both people say that it's you know with with the glitz and the glamour sometimes it can change the, the dynamic of your relationship have you felt that your relationship dynamic has changed from the pressure of the public um and if so in what capacity I would just say on
1: my behalf, I think it made us stronger. It kind of like put me in like protective mode. I feel like I have to protect what we have as far as like it changing anything. You know, when you're in front of millions of people that are watching you, they don't understand that it could be a gentle, delicate situation. You know what I'm saying? No matter what it is, especially like when you're dealing with relationships, people are kind of like harsh on social media and. You know they have their own opinions and stuff like that. But you know, I try to not like be the old Sunday and go there. But you know, I just I gotta admit. talk her off the ledge. I gotta talk her off
2: the ledge because she'd be wanting to go there, but I'll be saying like, you know, we gotta just worry about ourselves and you know, people say that shouldn't hurt us. You know, we know the truth.
0: How do you do that i mean do you just do you is there a process do you just ignore comments do you just kind of have tunnel vision what do you guys do to make sure you tune out the all the extra noise from the public
2: and to be honest is sometimes it's really hard like we have yeah. we be getting into almost shouting <laughs> matches with each other because it's like babe like mm-hmm. no don't do it like mm-hmm. that ain't you you ain't got to resort to that um so it is difficult at times but again um we always dial back to you know um our vision and where we want to be, and you know we can't get shook up or rattled up by words because they're just words. They don't hurt you, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But you know y'all lay off on us sometimes. <laughs> lay off on right. us, right? <laughs> <laughs> we just chilling. We human. Bree
1: is getting better, and I'm we getting human. better. Like yeah. we're just a work in progress. Right, we're human.
0: As we all are. Right. I love that. Mm-hmm. It's like we, we're we human. And I feel like that's the tough thing about social media and this world that we're in right now. Is people put these expectations to make you feel like you have to be like, yeah, perfect. When you, you right. turn the finger around on them, you know, yeah. they're not perfect yeah, either. Are you are know, you nobody five, is. Do
1: have, what do you have going on? You know? Exactly.
0: Exactly. <laughs> oh. If you could do it all over again, would you have would you still go through your life together on reality tv
2: absolutely i mean i would you know spirit she helped us. she's the bomb. Yeah. shout out to spirit what's up yeah what's up spirit <laughs> she
0: helped us a shout lot. out to spirit
2: yeah
0: shout out
1: aside from spirit yeah. love her to death like oh my goodness like she really like tuned like tune out all the noise and just like focused on everybody's own problems, whether it be like joined, combined, or whatever, or just individuals. I feel like I probably, I probably just to meet spirit and to get those extra tools, and just to be able to um, know how to channel my anger and the things that I have go had actually going on at that time or whatever. Um, I would do it for that reason, but outside of that, if it wasn't
0: for spirit, then no. Okay. And is it because of that? Is it because of the public, the public scrutiny or what with the no, the no reason is because of what?
1: Yeah. I just feel like once you open that door, it's kind of like hard to keep everything private. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? It's like, you know, once you just kind of throw yourself out there, it's just like, you just open your, open your whole entire life up to, for these people to just see. And there's so much scrutiny that just kind of comes with it. It's just, it gets a little heavy to carry sometimes you know that load gets a bit heavy so again going back to the we're human like people try to dehumanize us you know so um we had a tough situation on love goals we got through it we had a a gang of tough things you know a a gang of obstacles or whatever but for the most part um I was again I would just stick to my no and yeah you, and, would, you would want
2: to? No, nah, I mean, I think I would. Mm-hmm. I, I think we learned a lot about ourselves and we like, were yeah. able to get put in uh, positions that we wouldn't have been put in. Like we had to do obstacles. Like when would I say, hey, babe, let's go on this, this day to do this, you know? So yeah. they put us in positions to where it really forced us to figure it out and figure it out quick. So I definitely would, you know, I learned a lot. I think we learned a lot. We've grown mm-hmm. a lot. So we appreciate it. Thank you. hmm
0: one more question about love goals. Was there ever a time where you were a bit nervous about being vulnerable on TV and exposing these things about yourself in a therapy session to your partner? Um, and then and then the other end of that, did you kind of let the your partner know ahead of time that this was coming up or did was this really the really truthfully the first time that this was being exposed on TV? Oh
1: yeah, um there I mean there were so many different moments that we actually had that you guys probably didn't even get a chance to it see because use. again, yeah, it's reality. So a lot, a lot of things were not used. So I mean I would I would say that um the whole traumatic childhood situation um that was a first for Bree
2: everything that they did was really authentic yeah so it, everything on there was very authentic nothing was scripted and mm. you know things just came out um i know for myself that first day even being in the house i was so nervous mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. super nervous like it was just you know you got cameras all in your face like like you can't do anything like there's a camera hours. everywhere
1: yeah 24 hours so like, i was
2: so nervous
1: like rolling constantly
2: right mm-hmm. um but as far as everything else um it I think it was, it was, I mean, it was great. You know, I think it was great. And for me, I think I had to be vulnerable so Sonny could understand like my feelings and how I felt about her. Oh,
0: that was sweet. (laughs) <laughs> that was nice. I, I saw that. I read that um, that you were able to you. There was a, a situation um, in which uh, uh, touching on your father um, and and you were, were able to meet your brothers. Has that relationship expanded since the taping of your, of the show or did it kind of just sit there once the show you know was over?
2: We're, we're still not there. We're not mm-hmm. there. Um, you know, one of one of my brothers that I met. Uh, his name is Al. He's cool. The youngest one, like he's really cool. Like we talk, or not the, the second youngest, uh, we talk, um, the other two brothers, um, I haven't really talked to him like that. You know, the, the youngest one, uh, he's an inspiring artist. So every time he calls me, it's about business opposed to trying to get to know me. So I really just kind of back off about that because, you know, we don't even know each other like that, you know, even though we're blood related. So it's, it's kind of sad to me a little bit, but you know, uh, with time, who knows what could happen. Um, but I'm definitely optimistic. I would, I would love to um, continue that relationship. It just hasn't blossomed the way I thought it would from everything that we talked about on the show. So, like that, that, that love that they showed on the show, it hasn't been really uh, reciprocated.
0: Yeah. From Basketball Wives to Marriage Boot Camp to Love Goals, is there one production in particular that really that you feel as though was impactful to the growth of you as a person?
1: I would say own because at the end of the day, I'm looking like, okay, like this is like either do or die between me and Brie. And it's like, so what, what am I like, which way am I going as far as relationship wise? What am I doing with my life? You know what I mean? I'm getting older, like what what what's the plan so i think right now for me is most of, it was it was most important when we did the show when we did it when when the show came out it was really helpful like throughout the pandemic <laughs> i mean within our relationship um it was a lot of tools to use
0: you ever is it ever like any anxiety of not knowing what's going to be edited and what is going to be edited and then what's that gonna just kind of look like I really I no i mean you
1: pretty much when you do reality tv you know what you did and what you, you know what i mean what you mm-hmm. said so it's like there was honestly nothing that i was ashamed of or anything that i did that i didn't want to be edited out like oh i wish i didn't say that or oh i could have handled this differently um is reality is how you feel again um you know you're in the moment and time right at that at you know when when you
0: when you're shooting yeah it's just it just goes with it just goes with the business it's just what it yeah. is got it so you, you guys, not only are you on reality TV, you're also entrepreneurs, which is just beautiful. Um, let's dive into your, your fashion business. Um, you you've tagged yourselves as Sunbury and um, you're, I know that you have loungewear. Um, can you talk about your clothing and what makes it so special?
1: Oh man. Yeah, so basically it is organic clothing just lounge wear. So for me you see like I'm just in the house chilling. I just have yes. like my hoodie on Sunday Secret and then Bree has his on.
0: It's um cool. so cool
1: yeah, so we just kind of like came up with the idea again during the pandemic and we just rolled with it. it. It just came up just like just you you're just in the house, you want to be cute. And still stylish, especially with your significant other. So we, Brie and I just kind of decided like, okay, so this is what we're going to do. And so. You got to keep that spark going. Yeah, you know, we, we got to get home. You spark. don't always have to be like in lingerie or yeah. whatever, yeah. but just still comfortable and cute.
0: And especially like right now during the time of COVID where most people are at at home where you're working from home or trying to figure it out. And then, you know, you need to be comfortable and cute at the same time. Right. So you Mm -hmm. have pop-up shops too. Yes. Talk about the pop-up shops.
1: Yeah. So we just started um, opening our pop-up shops up to the public. So when we first originally like started the pop-up shops, we would do them in increments. So we would do like like three to five and then we would sanitize and then we would give like an hour and then we would do like what, like eight to 10 or you know what I mean? So we would do two, like two different slots. So like yeah, so it's more, yeah, private, so it was more and private and intimate. And then, you know, with the, again, with the pandemic and everything going on, we, we just thought it would be best that we just do it ourselves. So it was just us bending, And then we just thought we would just branch out once everything kind of opened up to give like other small black businesses an opportunity to come and like brand themselves and you know network and just is more of a like a mixer more than like a pop-up shop
0: okay and it's taking place this next one's coming up in los angeles yes october
1: 23rd so come out right. 755 come east washington there. at the coin the famous coin in right. pasadena
2: come out uh come out with us come shout with us Um, But I think uh, my wife, she forgot to mention uh, the reason why we uh, wanted to really bring everybody in. um, We have this thing in our head where we want to uh, help our community out, you know, Um, and a lot of times, especially when it comes to Black businesses, they don't get the recognition. And so what Sunday and I have decided to do is we want to use our platforms. We want to, you know, invite all of our friends. We want to invite the media. We want to invite press to come out. Uh, see all of these vendors because these vendors are amazing and you know with our community we're very creative Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of a lot of dope stuff there you know from candles from the different designers uh, watches hats and it's all black owned and for us you know we want to create a space that it's for us and it's kind of by us Um, you know we like to call our pop-up shops you know it's kind of like the black market you know um, when you look at all of these um different races um finances because that's what i do um my profession um their money circulates in their community seven times and when it comes to our uh, race our money only circulates one time and so sunday and i we're like we gotta put a stop to that we gotta try to help with that and so that's why we started this pop-up shop to where eventually we'll have it every single week, almost like a flea market, but it'll be the black market. And we wanna make sure that we're circulating our money within the community and we're helping the community grow. And the only how we're gonna do that is if we put boots on the ground. So, you know, it's not just gonna be uh, us, but we need help from everybody. We need people to come out and support these vendors we need people to you know show love on these social media platforms this podcast we thank you for right allowing us to mm-hmm. come on your uh, your podcast and actually let people know what we're trying to do because this is bigger than us you know this thing right here could really help out a lot of families in in and, and, and uh throughout throughout you know the united states and you know especially the black and brown communities because we're always at the bottom of the total man we need to start you know, enhancing that and, and, and moving up that ladder. And so how we do that is we support one another and we're there for each other.
0: Sorry. Absolutely. No, it's, it's, I'm like, <laughs> it's yeah, so you, you take right. over. <laughs> if someone is listening or they're watching and they want, to, they want to be part of the experience, how can they go about doing that?
2: Yeah, it's easy. So if you're a vendor, all you got to do is uh, just reach out to us either via social media right. uh, or our email address if you want to become a vendor
1: secret um, at gmail.com or you can go to my page or Bree's page and mm-hmm. just like shoot us a dm um and then we'll we'll just have our assistant get back to you right. and then let you know like how many spaces we have available right. um I think last the last one that we had we actually had like 33 vendors right
2: and it's growing like it ra- growing. it's growing rapidly and, so you know just the, the amount of press people um you know being interviewed their um their um their boutiques being in these blogs and things like that they've never had these things so now they're getting that stuff showcased and that's what we want to do and that's why you know uh, when it comes to uh, being a vendor with us you know that's a plus for you you know a plus is to get your name out there be able to be surrounded around the right people because a lot of times again it's all about getting in the right room and in the right space, and that's the space and the platform that we're creating for um, not only vendors but people who want to shop with us, so they can help uh, build up these communities.
0: How important is it for you guys to give back uh, right now at this time in your life?
1: Yeah. Is well, it's very important. I feel like it's like we have to, we like we're we're in a position yeah. like it's like, you know, to when, when God gives you so much, then you have to, you're obligated to reciprocate and, and, and return the love, you know, and um, it just feels good. You know what I mean? To just honestly, like be able to just like help. And I don't know if you've like followed me. um, However, I've done like so many different, like, you know, like lunch, like like lunch bed drives, um, feeding the homeless. Like we do that often, you know what I mean? And, you know, it's, it's our, it's our duty to actually do it. And I mean, it's, it's part of our, it's part of our religion too. So sure. <laughs> it's obligatory for us to do it.
0: Oh, i I um I agree with you, and I think that people sometimes forget that important step of life, um no matter what level you're on, that it doesn't take much to give back and in whatever way you can. and it, it you're right, the way it makes you feel, you know it's the right thing to do because you can right. feel it. And when you can feel it, you know, okay, I'm doing the right thing because you 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 know how your body feels as you're doing it. Mm-hmm. what is it? What do you guys? Oh,
2: go ahead. I was just going to say also just the people that you touch, you know, just Mm -hmm. uh, them. And, you know, when they talk to us at the end of our pop-up shops and how excited they are and when they read their, uh, read about their business inside of articles, like they're excited, you know, when they get excited, we get excited because we've done what we set out to do, you know, so Mm -hmm. that, that really feels good.
0: What do you guys do to keep your love, uh, flowing and, 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 and growing flourishing? Oh, wow. <laughs> That's yeah.
2: funny. Truthfully, and honestly, mm-hmm. we're just, we're just best friends. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like our friendship right. is so strong mm-hmm. and it just helps our relationship because like we care about each other so mm-hmm. much and we don't want to see each other fail, fall short on anything. Like sometimes she gets on me like, well, you didn't tell the kids this, but you go all on top of me. And it's just like, <laughs> babe, I hold you to a higher <laughs> standard. So, you know, I just, mm-hmm. you know, I want the best for her and she wants want the, best the best for me. I want the best for him, too. Hey. So
1: at the end of the day, um, but you know what we do? We actually we talked about this before, but when we get mad, like oh. we go through the week and we like let the week go by or whatever. And then we don't go to sleep mad at each other. Mm-hmm. And then we, we write it down once a week, like how the week went. You know what I mean? So when you write stuff down and kind of share it with each other, mm-hmm. that's really important because you don't forget to kind of mention something you know what i mean so even if like i got on his nerves but it wasn't to the point that it needed to be addressed it's like he can write it down that's okay (laughs) he can write it down or whatever and then we'll just kind of come back to it and it's like okay so i gotta you know make a little adjustment here or an adjustment there you know so write stuff down guys and kind of just figure out different ways to interact without being on your phone like we try to leave the phones like out of the equation when it's just like me and him time um sunbree time Mm -hmm.
2: gotta put those phones up yeah you you gotta put. yeah exactly (laughs) it's
1: like you have like you have to put the phones away you have to actually like be in the moment you Mm -hmm. know you gotta like these freaking phones
2: just do activities together yeah We cook, we cook, like she cooks a lot. I never, I don't really like cooking, but you know, since we've been cooking together, it's like, oh, I look forward to it. Like, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. You want me to pick up everything? Are you going to pick up everything? You want me to steer something? So like we do activities together. Uh, we write things down and we just literally, we really talk about, we try to talk about everything. And when things bother us, again, we may not address it right then and there, but at the end of the week, we will address it, write it down and then come up with a, um, a resolution for that. And then we'll fold it up and we'll put it in the
0: bottle. Yep. Oh, I love that. And so then you go back to the bottle at the end of the week and then mm-hmm. you guys address is whatever. Is that, is that how box, you do uh, it?
2: The, I was in the
1: closet. I, I would have ran up and got it really <laughs> quick. But, but um, or I, I would have had it on standby if I wasn't. <laughs> that question was coming. Like, here, guys. <laughs>
0: get you a See, It's just organic conversation. Right. Yeah. That is so, so I love um, that tip. That's beautiful. How did you guys come up with that? How did you realize to do that? And then just push it to the end, which is I, I always say that's the power of the pause, which is mm-hmm. like not dealing with it at that moment. But right. you say, Let me let's push it to the end, but then let's deal with it. Right. Mm-hmm. Got to do how it. did you know to do that? Um,
1: I think Brie came up with the idea and it was just probably like after one of our arguments or whatever, and it's just like, damn, like, how can we? Especially when you're in the house for like 24 hours a day, seven days a week, you know what I mean. When everything was completely shut down, we had to figure out a resolution because I think we would have killed each other.
0: <laughs> I get it. Yeah,
1: we had to. We had to figure it out. It's like, yeah, we're gonna figure this out or like, yeah, we can't move forward. Like, what are we gonna do? You know, so. <laughs>
0: And you figured it
1: out. <laughs> we figured, we definitely figured it out. So. Mm-hmm.
0: What are three tips you could share with our listeners and viewers? Um, if there's someone out there that is aspiring to walk in your shoes in the reality TV world, um, what do you suggest that they do? Or what's what some tips it. you can provide for them?
1: <laughs> I would say, no, don't do it. Mm-hmm. Get you like, figure figure it out on you try to figure it out on your own. You have to be genuine and authentic. That's number one. You um you can't take nothing
2: from nobody because no. they'll try you on there. Yeah. You, you got, have to you be to able to
1: like stand up for yourself yeah. and be selective as to what you're gonna address and not address because oh
2: wait. And who you're sharing your information to, because you could tell somebody something on there and they're gonna go. That, back those are my
1: three. You get three. No are three
2: are the same okay okay
0: Okay, so uh, to the other point three Mm. gems that you that will set you up in life
1: i'll let brie answer that (laughs) one okay Uh, so three gems Mm. that'll
2: set you up in life i would say uh one uh powerful is you have to believe in yourself no one's going to believe in you like you believe in yourself uh two i would say you have to be very consistent and three um Never worry about a no. You're going to always get no's and no's are going to turn into yeses. Those would be my three.
0: Okay. I like that. Mm -hmm. Uh. (laughs) You guys are good. Um, How do you dive deep internally to stay grounded? What do you do um, to give to yourself so that you're able to give fully to others and then to each other?
1: We pray five times a day and, um, that's obligatory for us to do so we like today we missed um our second prayer which is the thor prayer which is the afternoon prayer and brie worked a little bit earlier and then we had to do the interview with you so we, we had to just make it up so we'll we'll like pray together when we're done you know with you or whatever and then yeah We just, we pray together and we, we read together and learn from each other and just bounce off of each other. And again, you have to be like in sync, like spiritually.
0: Have you, was it like that for the both of you from day one? I mean, were you, was it always where let's pray together, let's dive into this month? No. When did you know that you can kind of dive in spiritually together and not be afraid to take that step? Because that's, because it's so personal. I mean, when, when did you know it was okay to, you know, to step in that moment together? Um, it you took know
1: some what? Time, it did take us yeah. time, but I would say, um, no, babe, I would say, honestly, when we first did the first Ramadan Ramadan, together. So, um, you know what I would say? I would say, like, three years ago. And even though it took us, like, a while to, like, get it together, I feel like spiritually we connected because Bree actually did Ramadan. Like, I I had converted to Islam before he did. And so... Um, I feel like I would say when we I told him I was like, listen, I'm gonna do Ramadan for 30 days. And he's like, what's that? So I'm like, you know, I'm trying to explain to him what it is, you know, you fast and you know, you don't do any sexual activity. So he's like, for 30 days, I'm like, yeah, so I'm not gonna see you. So he was like, well that's not going to work for me so then he decided that he wanted to do it with me so i said okay Okay. so we did it together so even though he wasn't like muslim at the time we still connected spiritually then and then the following ramadan which was last last year we were here right not last year
2: the year before i'm
1: sorry the year before um, we, we did it again and then we were able to, um, actually do it again this year. So yeah, we, we've just been, I think, for, I think three years ago, we, we like linked spiritually.
0: Well, I love that story because you really, he said, wait a minute, I'm going to jump on yeah. that journey with you. Let me, <laughs> let me, let me do that with you. And he did yeah. And then that's how it started. Yeah. And I, I bet that took you guys on a whole other level, your relationship, yeah. because you're you're at one with the Creator at that moment. Mm-hmm. That was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Okay, can you finish this sentence? I am a warrior. <laughs> okay, and a master of um, a master of you go away
2: oh man that's crazy all right i'm a master of love there we go Ooh, okay
0: and who can control my own destiny okay i like that or journey my own journey or my own destiny you're right I would like to wrap with a segment that I call "Tell and Tell," which is a play on the word "show and tell." What is something that you can tell the audience about yourselves—a secret, if you will—that has not been shared with the world yet? What is something that you can share in that space?
2: I would say for myself, I'm just a very giving person. Like, you know, I got a, a huge heart. I, I like to help a lot of people, so I would say for myself, that's that's. Uh, one thing I could share with others and you know once people get to know me then they figure that
1: out mm-hmm. okay for um, you let me see let's see I'm, I'm gonna go with the secret let me think if I have any secrets I don't know. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> um sheesh or uh, well, maybe not maybe I'll go with share uh let me see anything I want to share with you guys um well, let me see. This guy a secret. Um, well, Bree and I are working on something together, and you guys will see it really soon. So just stay tuned.
0: Can you give us a little uh, a little um, nugget of what that is? Um,
1: just you know, stay tuned to um, just. Just, so, just Keep your, the, eyes, yeah, open keep your eyes on the prize. Keep your <laughs> eyes on Sunbree.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. On that hashtag, that Sunbree hashtag. Mm-hmm. Uh, before you leave, I do want to ask you: Is everything situated, or is there any issues at all with Benzino?
2: Oh man, I'm still waiting on the boxing match. <laughs> He's calling Lamar Odom out. We still got something to do. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. You still so waiting?
2: haven't really talked to the guy in a couple months, but uh, the last time we talked, Mm -hmm. that's what we talked about. So I'm still waiting. Said he was going to send the contract. I'm waiting. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, that is it for this episode. Um, I'm so thankful that you guys took this time to just talk with me. Your story is amazing. Uh, You're both beautiful. Your journey is beautiful. Your love is amazing. I could just feel it. I just feel it. Um, I will be there. So I'm going to stop by your, your pop-up, shop, pop-up shop rather, um, and just continue to do what you're doing because you're doing it very well. Thank you Thank so much you. for being on the show. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thanks for being on. Bye mm-hmm. guys. Bye. Well, that is it for this episode of the Journey Told show. I always want to leave you with words that my father would often say to me, and that's to be the best version of you that you can be. Until next time, folks, let that sizzle in your spirit. Thank you.